0: Chapter 29 of Among the Great Masters of the Drama. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Sonia. Among the Great Masters of the Drama by Walter Rowlands. Coquelin. Monsieur Coquelin is really the Balzac of actors. Henry James that trenchant writer the late w e henley printed some years ago a paper upon coquelin which is a most valuable estimate of the distinguished french actor henley says to tell the truth m coquelin is so excellent an actor that under salvini i know not where to look for his equal mr henry james said of him years ago that he had more temperament than m go and as much art and i agree with mr henry james he has played many parts and good bad and indifferent he has played them all incomparably nature intended him for a great actor education and opportunity have made him a great artist it is recorded of him that at the beginning as regnier's pupil he is regnier's best work he failed and failed conspicuously with his wide mouth and brilliant eye his impudent nose and vibrant voice he seemed designed by nature for the prince of Scapin and Mascarie, but his first efforts in this direction were far from notable. And when Rignier, changing completely the bent of his education, began to train him for the performance of old men's parts and produced him finally as the organ of the Tartuffe, the result was a cruel fiasco. It was, so far as I know, the last with which this admirable actor has been credited he resumed his practice upon the heroic rascaldom of moliere and regnard and at four-and-twenty or so he made his first great hit as the figaro of the marriage he was half dead they say with stage fright and his weakness aiding he played the part in a tragic vein that was accepted as not a blunder but a revelation since then he has touched nothing which he has not adorned big parts and little the old repertory and the new moliere and hugo marivaux and Augier, le joueur and le fils naturel jean d'acier and le monde où l'on s'ennuie Bonville and scribe he has played in all and in all he has excelled from first to last his career has been one of hard work and artistic uprightness and unselfishness he has never disdained to play small and secondary parts the dancing dandy and the huntsman of les facheux the ridiculous marquis of le joueur the dubois of le misanthrope the lucas of donjon the Monsieur loyal of the tartuffe and in playing these perfectly he learned to become the perfect exponent of greater and more perilous matter the magnificent impudence of sbrigani and scapin the high-bred wickedness of the duc de Sedmont, the hungry and tattered heroism of gringoire the colossal hypocrisy of tartuffe the beautiful and touching humanity of the old schoolmaster in Lorenzo. It is known that for him excellence is unattainable save by means of discipline; that there is only one way to true eminence in art, and that way is through training and work. And his achievement is a proof that he is right. Macready, as we know, thought otherwise, and most Englishmen think with Macready. I confess that on this point I prefer the authority of Coquelin whose example as it seems to me is a good deal more respectable than Macready's own so far as i can gather Macready, like mr irving was always himself and nothing else coquelin like salvini though of course upon a lower level is only himself in method and accomplishment and the part therefrom is always the character he happens to have in hand in the masquerie of letourdie he is a hero of romantic farce the citizen of an impossible and delightful community the exemplar of an impossible and delightful immorality the sublimation of an impossible and delightful theory of humorous adventure in the Vadus of les femmes savantes he is only an incarnation of angry pedantry in the sedement of l'étrangere he is a man of breeding to the fingernails and a blackguard in every fibre these three parts are a type of his whole achievement whatever he does is done with such a combination of art and temperament with so much accomplishment and so much intelligence at once as to stand out however good its surroundings as a perfect expression of histrionics i have the greatest possible liking and respect for the rare and beautiful talent of monsieur Delaunay, and the greatest possible admiration for the noble intellectual and technical qualities of monsieur Gaux, but i confess that wherever i have seen these admirable artists in direct competition with m coquelin in les Tourdi, for instance and les femmes savantes i have been obliged almost against my will to prefer vadius to trissotin and masquerie to l'ely that when these two famous artists have retired he will remain for some years to come the central and sovereign figure of the Theatre francais seems to me proved in advance Henley's article on Coquelin was written long before the actor had created the part of Cyrano in Rostand's play, which may be considered his highest achievement. In it he shows, in consummate perfection, the two apparently contradictory sides of his remarkable genius. He is the very type of the Gascon soldier, full of braggadocio and fight, merry and impudent. On the other hand, he is a lover such as the world has never seen before. End of chapter 29